Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the blind, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won the grand final. He's got the ball. Jared Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, Origin 3, kicks off tomorrow night, Game 3, The Decider, and I just thought I'd take a few snippets out of some previous interviews I've done with guys this year, and the, you know, the one, one of the ones that really stood out to me was, of course, Brett Finch, and I can talk to you about Origin as much as I want, but I know personally I'd rather hear it from the guys that have played the game themselves, that have been on the biggest stage, and Brett Finch... He's had some pretty rare experiences in the Origin arena here. He talks about his Origin debut, uh, how it felt leading up to it, and, and what it's like to play at Suncorp Stadium which, Stadium, which is really interesting. And then, of course, he talks about the field goal and the 24 hours leading up to it. A cracking bloke that I really enjoyed having a yarn to, and I think this Origin stuff, it's more relevant now than ever. Let's kick it off. Finch, Finch takes the shot. It's got the He's The 2004 season, as we said, you make your origin debut. Tell me about when you first got that phone call. I imagine must have been one of the absolute highlights of your career. Yeah, well, again, uh, Noddy, Brett Morley got injured on the Sunday. So I, I, we, I, I'd had, um, we'd had the weekend off, we'd had a bite. So again, I, I just had lunch on Sunday. We had Ryan Cross's wedding the night before. So I was decent nudge there because we had the buy. And I got called in Sunday night, flew up to, to Brisbane Sunday night and, and again, Freddie, that was Freddie's return match. There was Fitzy, Craig Wing, um, Mini, you know, all these guys. You know, there's five or six roosters. So it was like just going into a club team. So I was really comfortable with that. Um, you know, we get beat by two, two to four points. I think we got beat by 22-18. I, I played pretty well. Uh, but you sort of think, you know, Joe was out for the year injured with the knee. Noddy pulled his hamstring and Trent Barrett was unavailable with injury. So I'm sitting fourth or fifth down the pecking line. So I'm thinking, you know, as great as it was, that's probably, you know, I'm grateful to have it because I might not get another shot. So um, I was 18th man for the game three where Freddie charged down and scored and we had a great night out. I even wore me, uh, or I trained the next morning with the Roosters. I still wore my origin tracks in training. <laughs> Sticky's like, he goes, you're the bloody best. Said, you're 18th man. You wasn't even playing. I knew I'd get a reaction. I still were, but I was still a bit pissed after winning the origin series. 
rocked off in the orange Jackson, waiting for a bite. And he goes, nah. So you're the only, only 18th man in history still wearing the origin tracks at 24 hours after the game. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> the blokes I speak to that have played origin, they all sort of say the same thing, that they make their debut, the game kicks off, then they look up and it's halftime and it's just on another level. How, how did you find that night, the game itself? The game was at Suncorp, mate. Suncorp's always quicker. I played two origins at Suncorp, one in Sydney, and it's the Parisons are so different. You know, Sydney's middle of winter, so it's quite heavy track and, and, and dewy, and which slows it down, uh, which helps for blokes like me. But Queen, that Queensland game was so quick. You know, it's a dry track. And even just like, I remember at training, the first training session, Freddie hits me with the ball. I caught 500 passes a week off Freddie, mate. It bounces off my chest. It just, everything was quicker. Training was quicker, you know. So, yeah, I, I adapted pretty well that week. But my third game, I played up there in game two in 06. Mate, we got pumped by 30 points. And it's just like you're in quick in it. There's no way back. It's like you see now some of that momentum. We had, we had no momentum. It's like, can this game just be over? Because it's just, you were just on the back foot all day. And it goes that quick from side to side and, you know, you see some of the sets, they're like 60 metre sets, you know what I mean? You know, it's, it was, uh, it's really tough when, when you're under the pump and, you know, the momentum was against you. Throughout my career, I've done that a million times. And 99 times out of 100, I come up short. The reason I kicked the field goal in origin was because I had that mentality, you know. And no matter what the situation, I always thought the odds, I could beat that, you know. Now, I should have known better, you know. I should have known my limitations better because it got, it got me into trouble. But I've got moments throughout my career that not many players have got, you know, because I had I backed myself no matter what. Now, I know that I wasn't the most popular player. You know, I, I think during my time, I was as heavily criticised as anyone that's been played, you know. But I knew what I, the value I brought to me, mates. And I knew when the game was in the line, I wanted the ball, you know. what? You know? And like I said, plenty of times I come up short. I'll take that, you know. I've got those moments in my career and, and I can cherish those moments because I had that mentality. If I didn't have that, I would, probably wouldn't have got as criticised as much, but I wouldn't have had those moments. And I'd rather have those moments than not have them. And, um, yeah, like you said, there's some lucky to have the field goal. You know, those moments like the field goal come off plenty of those moments like the Knights game where, you know, I come up short and didn't, didn't land the right play. But um, the funny thing was I bloke come up for an autograph after that Knights game and he had to pick the score footy ticket. 20 all. Oh, good God. <laughs> Mate, I had the t- I signed it. It was, would have been for like 30-something grand. <laughs> oh. So the ball was 22-20, but some badly, any to his credit, he, he you know, probably deserved to knock me out, and I probably would have done that too, but he laughed it off. I signed his tab ticket, picked the score of 30 on grand. So yeah. Oh. Uh, if you dick me now, now the pandemic's hitting, everyone's under the pump on easily. He's probably come looking for me soon. That's about 50K nowadays. Mate, obviously you mentioned there that you always back yourself. And the thing that I love about your attitude is that I know that if that game would have gone on for another five minutes and Joey misses another field goal, I know you would have gone for it again, (laughs) kicking that 20 metre and go for it. I I love the way you go all chips in. There's so many guys in the comp now that I watch that, you know, you hear them talking that they want the ball in their hands. But then when it comes to the pressure moments, it's only a select few that actually want the ball in their hands. And I think it says a lot about you. Yeah, man, I've, I've told too many people this, but when I, we played Origin, I come in, kick the field goal when I come in um, the night before the game. Queensland scored in the corner, I think, to make it 16 14. 
Now, obviously, I was hoping Thurston missed the goal. But as he lined up the kick, I thought, if he, if he gets this, I was thinking to myself, I'm a one in three chance of being here. I said, because I'm going to take the kick for us and either Lockyer or Thurston will take. So, and I'm thinking that. If he kicks it, I'm, I'm, a chance, I'm kicking it, you know? You hear on the commentary, who goes, Braithen Astor's a long-range specialist. That whole set, there's no way Braithen's on guard's going to let him anywhere near it, you know? <laughs> I was always going for it. And plus, you know, I understood the, the, the surroundings. I'd come in at 11 o'clock the night before. I'd been on the drink for three days. And here I am, you know, imagine I'll kick the field goal to win an origin in front of 80. <laughs> I knew this, you know, the opportunity that had presented itself. And again, lucky for me, on that occasion, mate, when I hit it, I'd never hit the ball so sweet. You know, when you hear a six out of the middle of the bat, just and when it come off my boot, I just went, this is going over. And but I could have kicked it from Paddington. That's how far away. Like, it was just sailed. But again, it was lucky on the biggest occasion. You know, it's when you always bet on black. I was lucky when, when all the chips were in the middle on the biggest occasion it, it landed my way. But, but like I said, there was plenty of times it didn't. Mate, whilst we're talking about that field goal, I was going to talk about it later. But, you know, like, and people sort of say, oh, he came in for one game. He, you know, he had one lucky kick. But, you know, people that understand football, even the way that you hold a ball, when you're drop kicking, you hold it at the very top. You open up the face of the ball, which when you hit them right, it'll go forever. But they're extremely hard to hit with the way that you used to hold the ball. It was just all, you know, all chips in for you, wasn't it? And, and that's how I play. And, and you know, I don't I made as many mistakes as anyone, but my, my teammates knew. I, you know, I got a pass pass mark with my teammates and coaches because I knew I was trying. You know, if I missed the tackle, it wasn't because I was not wanting to make the tackle. It was just because I you know, it was too big. You know, I was trying to make the tackle. So... You know, I'd get a, a lead pass, you know, a whole, you know, a whole pass with a lot of the boys because they go, well, we know, you, know you're trying. And, you know, in that situation, I always back myself. So I'd come into Origin. I knew a lot of those guys. A lot of those guys were close mates, you know. Gaz and Braith and Willie and uh, Ogre, Bedsy, Bobcat, you know, the list goes on. You know, they're, they're all rollsy. They're all good mates. So I felt comfortable in the environment. And I'm playing with the best of the best. So it's actually going to be easier than a, local, than a normal comp game. And I've got nothing to lose. So, you know, again, I didn't have the longest origin career. I played three games. But, mate, let me tell you, I'll never forget that feeling when 80,000 people are cheering because of you, you know. I don't know too many people have had that, you know. And that's that pure surge and adrenaline of emotion is something I'll never, ever get anywhere in my life ever again. So, really grateful I was never – I wouldn't call myself an origin player, I don't think, you know. Mate, you mentioned that moment where the 80,000 are cheering you on. Take me back 24 hours before that, because I heard you tell this on the companion the other day, and it is it, this story defies belief. Well, well, it is true. I was hungover. Um, we played the Sunday South, we on a drink, Sunday night. Monday, we did some recovery. Monday, Arvo Club, back on the beers. Tuesday, we trained in the morning and Tuesday, Arvo, back, back on the beers. And that's what we did back then, you know. And anyway, I'm, we're at the Bronte RSL. But I'm not answering my phone. I'm seeing this private number. I'm not answering And anyway, they, somehow someone knows I'm there. They don't know. Oh, how'd they, they know, know, mate? How'd they take a wild <laughs> guess? They take a wild guess. I'll send to the Beach Road Hotel, Bondi or Bronte RSL. <laughs> um, so they, they, call the front, they call the front door, like the front front the reception and I get called over the two-way you know Brett feeds the reception so I go to reception they hand me the phone and it's uh, it's Laurie Daly in assistant case so Finchie you're in origin and they said you've got to come out to Parramatta out the Seaball you know this is like 9 30 10 o'clock 
I'm a beauty, I'll be right there. And I then get on the two-way and they go, the fish man's in origin. <laughs> and I actually go back and I shout the bar for like 20 minutes or so, have a couple more beers. I think, shit, I better get um, better get out to um, the Siebel so I can get a taxi home, quickly pack my bags, get a taxi out to um, out to Parramatta and, and get out to the Siebel at about 11.30, 12 o'clock the night before the game. And I'm now a little worse for wear. And I could see them looking at me there going like, fucking... He said, it doesn't look too good. <laughs> and they said, what have you been doing, Fitchy? I said, well, Loz, you called me. I was at the Bronny RSL. I think you got a pretty good idea. Um, and, and the way it just adds to the story and the, the, you know, the legend of the story that what happened the following night. Um, and I didn't have any boots. So I forgot to pack any boots. So we go for a walk through the next morning. And of course, I was so pissed the night before I forgot to pack any boots. Now, who forgets to pack their boots for origin? <laughs> um, so I'm there training in me Chuck Taylor's, the, the Converse's. And all the boys have been in camp for two weeks. They're going, this dickhead's going to blow up for all of us. But um, again, we got the result we wanted and um, it helps me with my uh, sports lunch and stories, you know. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 